You are listening to Uno Souls Chat. Each week, we chat with an Uno Soul. They are people that are beacons of light in their community. We want to connect all of us together in hope, courage, and love. Let's get started. Hola, mi gente. This is Philip Johnson, producer for Uno Souls Chat, here with Brigitte Toronio, your host. Hello, Philip. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Um, you know, this week we are really lucky to hear from Deborah Addo, who's president of um, a hospital. Yes, she's the president of Innova Loudon Hospital here in Virginia, and she is such an inspirational leader. You know, I, um, I really like her message of focusing on hope for the future. And, you know, I think we should just let our listeners uh, get right into it to hear what she has to say. Absolutely. I agree. Thank you. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? My name is Brigida Toruño, and welcome to Uno Souls Chat. As we are all adjusting to this greatly changed societal situation, I've been called to chat with Uno Souls, and they are people that I call beacons of light in our community. We want to connect all of us together in hope, courage, and love. I am honored today to be chatting with Deborah Addo, and she is definitely at Uno Soul, and she is the president of Innova Loudon Hospital. Welcome, Deborah. Oh, thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Oh, I, I'm so honored to be to be chatting here with you today. And I, I would love to start by saying, how have you been doing? How have you been coping during these surreal times? Well, surreal is, is right. Um, it has been a challenging 2020, but I, I think anyone that you ask would say the same. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I think because we are in healthcare. Um, while it has been challenging, it's also been very rewarding. So I think that might be the balance when you think about coping for, at least for me, it's the balance of, yes, we're investing a lot, but I really do think that investment is something that is just going to, to pay off for all of us in the long run. So there's light at the end of the tunnel. So that helps. That's right. Yeah. So, so important to hear that. And, and you are um, in charge of, of, a, of a sector that has been so important to us. I mean, always, historically, always has been, you know, healthcare. But in this past year with COVID, you know, I just see your teams as heroes. You know, that's just the only word I know it's been said before, but I truly feel that they are, you know. I mean, I'd, I'd love to hear, you know, your words about, your teams and, and how they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, even before this, and, and I think I've shared this before with some people, uh, you know, when they do that, that survey every year and it is what profession is the most trusted profession. And for 18 years running, it has been nursing. Nursing has been the number one trusted profession for a long time. And that was before we even knew the word COVID-19. 
Right. And then you look at all that they've done now. When So when we think about heroes, not only were they trusted, we trust them with our lives. We trust them with our secrets. Um, we trust them with our hopes and our dreams. And they're also the ones who are there at the end of life that we trust them with our transitions. And when I think about these are the people who had to step forward, along with many, many others on the team who had to step forward as the heroes. Um, I really do believe that because as we really started this, I think with all of us, we learned as we went and they were still willing to go out and to do with not as much information in the beginning, but recognizing that this is our job, this is a calling, this is a profession. Uh, They were the first ones to respond. So I'm so proud to just be a part of a group like that. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. I mean, really, I, I just, you know, my heart goes out to them because of their hard work, but also I just feel, you know, so much pride in, in that profession, you know, so much pride for them that they that they sacrifice themselves, really, you know, in, in so many ways. So yeah. I, I'm very grateful for all the work that uh, that your teams are doing. Thank you for that. Oh, you're very welcome. It, it'll be interesting to see how uh, history writes this, especially for the healthcare profession. You know, for some people, there were choices that people made, and some people made choices to get out of the profession, as you oh. can imagine. Yes. Um, when you have new graduates who are coming in and not quite sure, you know, I've just graduated. What is this? Um, you know, like the 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 old movie. This is wasn't the army I signed up for, and um, and here we are. Yeah. And then you've got people who were not in the profession who were saying, "This is exactly what I want to do." This yeah. is, you know, as they've seen what's happened, as they've seen how healthcare has really stepped up. I think it's motivated others who weren't thinking about working in this field to say. You know, I now know what I want to do. I now have clarity on what I want to do. So we've seen both ends of the spectrum, and it'll just be interesting to see how history writes this. That's true. That's a, that's yeah. a very good point. Yeah. Um, and in terms of this next phase now that we're in, in 2021, in terms of the vaccine, right? There's the COVID vaccine and I'd love to hear your your thoughts about that. Yeah. Well, you know, first and foremost, just all of the work that's gone into it and all of the research and the science um, behind it. And so I think about not only um, record time and, you know, some people may look at that askance and say, well, what does that mean? But there's been a lot of work being done in the background on this way before COVID-19. And so I think that served as the backbone for a lot of the work. Mm-hmm. Um, but just everyone coming together and recognizing because this, this was um, an epidemic that actually hit everyone and hit everyone at the same time. So I think that's why a lot of the resources went into it. Um, So for us, as we start to see this rollout, as we start to see the vaccine rollout, um, I think it really does provide that, I'm gonna say proverbial shot shot in the arm, but also it really is just knowing that there's light at the end of the tunnel. 
I, I was talking to someone yesterday who got it and he was really emotional about it mm. and said, you know, when I got my second shot, I felt this, this feeling of not only relief, but this feeling of hope. And, you know, and I think that that's what a lot of people are thinking and feeling like this is really a shot of hope. And um, so it's pretty exciting as we walk through this journey. Yeah, that's that's very true. It is a a shot of hope. I I like that, um, that way of thinking about it. And I know some people in the healthcare industry who who have gotten their um, their shots through Virginia Department of Health, right? They've categorized mm-hmm. the different um, stages, and I think they were 1A, which started maybe what a couple weeks ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, and then 1B is going on. I think that started this week, which is the week of the 11th, and that's teachers, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other categories of people in the different um, age ranges. And then uh, and Virginia Department of Health, uh, they did a, a really nice survey that I'd seen and that I took. It was all based on um, where you fall into the categories. So, you know, they asked, you know, male, female, your age, uh, your profession, and any sort of health conditions. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so after taking that, I saw that I fall into the 1C category because I have asthma. Um, so, so I'm not sure when. I couldn't tell when that will start up, but mm-hmm. but I was okay with not knowing. And I, maybe I, if I had dug further, I would have found out when that starts. But it was just sort of comforting to know, like, okay. Well, I'm I'm in one of these one categories, <laughs> um, and so so we'll see. And and I think it just what I have seen with the people who have gotten their vaccines is exactly what you said, sort of a feeling of relief and hope, right? And just just to to return to some normalcy, but what that is exactly, who knows? I mean, you know, the whole idea of what is the new normal, right? Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. that was talked about in 2020, and uh, what what do you see that in terms of what could our our new normal possibly be? Right. Well, whatever it is, I, I think it's going to take a while because here's the reality: the reality is some people will take it and some won't. Right. Mm -hmm. And so while it might change for you individually, it won't necessarily change for us as a nation and a population until we really do start to get that herd immunity. Um, But I think as many as we can get to get the vaccine, I think it starts to help. For us, we're saying, though, not to let up. So we don't want people to think now that I've gotten it. Um, I can go back to everything that I used to do. We don't want people to really let up um, because we want to make sure that we can get most of this behind us. And so, you know, so while I feel like um, a part of the journey is the sense of relief of will I get it, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's been some of the stress and some of the struggle 
I think the other is, can I keep my family and those around me safe? And so I think that's another piece of when you think about the new normal, what will that be? Um, and then I think it's also then the hope of, just as we heard every day, the numbers of those negatively impacted, starting to hear the numbers of those positively impacted. Because uh, at some point, negative feeds on negative. And so it'll be nice to hear positive feeding on positive. And so the other side for me is the number every night that we hear on how many have died and how many have contracted it. It'll be nice as we start to hear how many have lived and how many have gotten the vaccine. Oh, and so, you know, so I think that's the other side of what I'm seeing as, you know, the next normal. The next normal is focusing on the hope of moving forward. Yeah, I I love that, Deborah. I mean, you know, to to focus on the positive is it makes makes all the difference. It really does. Yeah. In our community, and to to hear you say that is is very important. You know, as you're guiding uh, a very important hospital in our community. So so thank you for everything that you're doing and for that positive spin that that you're putting on this. It's very important. Well, and, and for us, it's also saying thank you to the community. You all have trusted us. You've trusted us for more than 100 years. Mm-hmm. And so you've trusted us in good times and you've trusted us in challenging times. And I, I can't imagine what's been more challenging than this. And, and you think about the juxtaposition as we were going through all of this. And, and one patient population that did not stop coming to the hospital was babies. Okay, (laughs) so people continued to deliver. And so you had that balance of all of that. And we wanted to ensure that the community knew that you were safe coming here and you were safe with Inova. And um, this community trusted us. And so I I think that's important. We just want to make sure we continue to build on that trust. Yeah, yeah, that's very important. And um, and speaking of trust, uh, last week, early last week, I went to my primary doctor and for a well visit. Mm-hmm. And so the next, everything was fine. And the next day I get a call from the office and they said that they're sorry, but that I was exposed to COVID while at the doctor's office. Mm. And so I was really, really shocked. You know, I mean, that was the last place I've been. I've been careful and safe. I wear my mask if I if I go out, and you know, just just doing everything the right way. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, my emotion right away was fear. You know, like oh no, you know, what if I get it? And it was some frustration and some anger around, you know, how could this be at my doctor's office? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, but what what was interesting about all of that is that that was Tuesday. On Sunday evening, I set up uh, a brand new meditation area for myself, and I've I'm a long time meditator, 28 years, and I had never really set something like that up. Um, and I moved recently and I'm on a lake and I wanted uh, a view of the lake. So so I, I set that up. And so Monday I meditated there, Tuesday. 
And I has just started feeling just like in this really good place. Mm-hmm. And so I, so I got the news and I let myself feel those emotions and they were just fleeting. And then we had a difficult political week last week. And again, I, I let myself feel those emotions and they were fleeting. And I had this silly grin on my face the whole week, you know, and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> because, you know, because of, of the difficulty, you know, of, of those, just those two issues, they were, they were pretty big. Um, so it was it was an interesting week because of that, and so luckily I did hear yesterday that and I had a a COVID test, and it was one of those that go to the brain, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and so then yesterday I found out that my result was negative because I never did develop any symptoms, you mm-hmm. know. But I did call some of my holistic practitioners and they gave me some tips on other supplements to take this precaution. And so I have I have been feeling very good, thankfully. But but that was it was an interesting week. And I and I I sort of wanted to talk about the whole the negative like and, and the positive, you know, of the yin and the yang, really, of that situation. Like you were saying, you know, there's there's difficulty, but there's positive you know you know people are coming to the hospital to have babies and that's a beautiful thing and you all are having them feel safe during Mm -hmm. during those wonderful moments so um so yeah that that's what happened to me last week (laughs) wow well as you said so the the good news is um you are you're fine when but when you also think about the science of all of that too because Here's the reality. On any given day, we encounter all kinds of things that we don't even know that we encounter that could have any kind of impact on us on any given day. But look at the science now that it allows us to be able to say, you were in contact with this and I want you to know it. So when we think about how we've advanced in some ways, so that we now have this information. I guess the other side of having the information is now that you have it, well, what are you going to do with it? It's kind of like when the full body scans came out and everybody was thinking, well, should I get the body scan? Well, then if I do, what am I going to do with the information if they find something? Um, So I think it's that same kind of thing. It's the positive of, wow, we've advanced so much. The other side of that now is, but now what does this advancement do to us mm-hmm. and how do we mentally stay grounded? And I, so I think you've pointed out all of that, but for me, water is the place too. So, mm-hmm. you know, I understand it, it. The view of the water just allows so many things to wash away. So um, kudos to you. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It was, it was, a, it was, an amazing ex- experience, like the whole week, I just still feel like I need to process it. And maybe I like to write, you know, when I when I try to process things. So I, I just feel like I need to write about it because there's there's some other message there. 
<laughs> well, I hope the message isn't don't go to the doctor. Exactly. So let's well, make sure that's not the message. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna tell people to not right. do that, but I'm I'm thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Um and I wanted to to find out, Deborah, what what do you do to re-energize yourself? Because I can imagine, you know, the level of stress um, that that you have been feeling uh, as you lead your teams. Sure, it, it varies. Um, like you, I I do meditate. Um, I do uh, pray uh, because I really do think that that helps. The other thing that I've done is I wanted to, there was a period of time where I said, I wanted to make sure that this is not a lost year for me. Mm. And so I wanted to be, be able to look back on this year and say, this is how I advanced during this time of setback, if that makes sense. Oh, that's beautiful. And so what were some of those things that I could invest time and attention and effort into um, that I would look back and say, had this not happened, I probably would not have done this. And so um, I play the piano and I'm not that great, uh-huh. but. I've used this time to get better. And so because it does, it relaxes me. The the music relaxes me. Even hearing it as broken as it is relaxes me. Yeah. And so as I've seen myself progress during this time, because, you know, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? So spending that time with myself and getting better and practicing, um, it's one of those that I'll be able to look back on and say, during this time that could have been lost, this is what I gained. And Aww. so, you know, so I've tried to do those kinds of things. What will I actually gain during this lost time? And, um, and so that's helped. I've gained the connections with friends. I've gained the, because before this, I never would have thought about Zooming with friends that I haven't seen in a long time. And so now I've seen people that I haven't seen in a long time because that's the norm now. So it actually has enhanced some things. So that's that's one of the things that I try to do during this time. Oh, that sounds wonderful to to have a chance to to renew your love for the piano and and then to renew friendships. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. refresh because we've been. Uh, at Uno Souls, we've been saying January is refresh month, you know, and so, um, see, I, and I found that too, you know, I have family in Argentina and Ecuador, and um, at the beginning, like, maybe about May, I set up a Saturday Zoom call with my adult children and family in Argentina, and it was wonderful. We we met every Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and I and I just thought, I wouldn't have done this if it wasn't for COVID, you know, to, right. to just really strengthen that connection. So that was very special. And same with friends, like you said. So, mm-hmm. yeah, as as uh, I think that's one of um, part of, of being human, you know, is is needing that social connection. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah wonderful. And uh, Deborah, I was wondering there's a concept that I um, came to me last year, and it was about having moments of savoring the deliciousness. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it came to me over um, like this beautiful conversation I was having with someone. And so I wondered if, if you've had that and something that you can pinpoint for 2020. Um, and, and it could be food. I mean, when I, it, when, like I said, for me, it wasn't about food, but it certainly could be. And so I wondered if there was something you could share about that. Well, uh, you know, savoring the deliciousness. Um, I probably have savored a little bit too much during this time frame. We all have. <laughs> so, so that's, that's one of those when you say, well, what have we gained? I can tell you exactly what I've gained during this time. Um, but I, you know, I, w- I would say that that's some of it. And I think just the that introspective time. You know, and and I kind of glossed over the fact that I do meditate and that I do pray and that I do read. And so the opportunity to really focus Mm -hmm. and to um, just realign in some ways, because even though this feels like it's brand new for us, when you really think about it, it's not brand new in the history of mankind. And so trying to think through in the history of mankind, there have been plagues and there have been wars and there have been, um, there's been unrest. And really for me, learning from what might have been learned in the past as people have gone through that. So for me, it's kind of been this the savoring of that, that there's nothing new under the sun, um, but how I choose to deal with what might feel new to me um, is, I think, is going to be important. So a reconnection, a um, it's kind of a, a renewal of understanding some of my history mm-hmm. and really bringing that into the, the present. So, you know, I've spent some time doing that. That's beautiful. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. Although now I'm ready to spend some time on an island, um, (laughs) in the sun, in the water. That's what I'm really ready to spend some time doing. So that's the deliciousness for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. And, And finally, I would love it if you could please leave us with some words of wisdom. Oh, well, uh, words of wisdom. I, I would just say, and, and, you know, it may sound cliche and it may sound corny. Um, it's during this time of reflection. And so my, my mom passed around this time mm-hmm. in, in January. And I can remember thinking um, on the day that she passed this year and I was talking to my brothers and we were just reconnecting and it is always a reminder for me of those who've, those people in our lives who've meant so much to us mm-hmm. and those people in our lives who have made, of course, indelible impressions. And as we're going through the hardest times that we may ever go through, it's being able to see and experience the joy of that. And while, of course, she's not experiencing this, 
I think, and I was thinking through that, that on certain days that the, the challenge is greater than others, but being able to relate back to something that might have been said or something that might have been done or a feeling that I might have had, and those never go away. You know, so even though you might miss the person, mm-hmm. that impact and that impression never goes away. And it's, right. it's just interesting how acute it is when you need it the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's beautiful, beautiful thoughts. Thank you so much. Uh, this is a, a powerful time to love each other, to unite, and to live in peace. And and thank you so much for joining me, Deborah. I'm so grateful. I honor the light in you. Oh, well, thank you. It has been a real pleasure for me. And thanks for all the good work that you do. Thank you so much, Deborah. Okay. Take care. Wow. I just really so enjoyed chatting with Deborah. Uh, that was um, just a special conversation. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. And I think um, so our listeners will have more information about Innova. Um, take a listen to a, a program they have. You know, safe at Innova means they're ready for you. At Innova, safety is part of their culture and the foundation of everything they do. Safety standards are their promise to protect you. Your health comes first. But we get it. Safety has taken on new meanings for all of us. To be safe today, we must see it and most importantly, feel it. The Safe at Innova program means there's no safer place for your care. Visit Innova.org for more information. Thank you so much for listening to Uno Souls Chat. Uno Souls Chat is sponsored by Uno Translations and Communications, LLC. You can find us at www.unosouls.com. I would love to hear from you. If you would like to chat with me, please contact me at btoruno at unosouls.com. Have a beautiful week and see you at the next episode.